For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Teresa Rowe. To find out more about Shape by Faith and Teresa Rowe, please visit shapebyfaith.com or visit the YouTube channel, Facebook, or Instagram. And now, here is Teresa Rowe. Welcome to Shape by Faith, where we shape our bodies and hearts for God's purposes. My guest today is Christine Tremp. She is an author, speaker, I love this, joy seeker, and weight loss warrior. And we're going to hear more about that after losing over a 100 pounds in her joy-filled journey of healing. God instilled a passion within her to boldly explain the good news of great joy. Christine says she's a former casual Christian, and she'll share that with us, but she speaks and writes for women worldwide, sharing the freedom Christ offers when we choose, and that's it, when we choose to trust God and seek Him in His Word. The SELA Award finalist, yay, Seeking Joy Through the Gospel of Luke is Christine's debut book. Her transformation story and Bible and Beans blog, love that name, can be found at... (laughs) ChristineTremp.com, and it's T-R-I-M-P-E. Welcome to Shape by Faith, Christine. Thank you, Teresa. I'm overjoyed to be on your program, Shaped by Faith. I just, I love the name of your program. Well, thank you so much. That was definitely God-inspired when I was searching for a name many, many years ago. And I'm like, that's it. Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, So I love for our listeners to get to know um, the guests on our show. So I want them to know who you are, Christine. So share with us some of your background, where you're located, and what your life was like growing up. Well, I am coming to you from Berkeley, Michigan, which is a little tiny suburb just north of Detroit. So I, I'm from the Motor City, southeast Michigan. And I grew up here most of my life. I've been here since I was three. I was raised in a Christian family. I have a very faith-filled ancestry. My grandparents were all people of faith as well. Um, so I had a, you know, pretty idyllic childhood growing up here. Went to church. My parents took me to church, was very active in youth group, uh, through middle school and high school. And then when I went away to college, I kind of started drifting away a little bit from attending church regularly. And now as I, I'm 55 now, Teresa, I can't believe it when I say that I'm 55, but I have many years that we'll talk about as we go further into the interview, but many years that I lived very casually, like you mentioned in the bio, very casually as a Christian. So what, what do you mean by that, Christine? You lived casually as a Christian. Well, I like to talk about it with the respect of like how you would bump into somebody at the grocery store. Like you'd have a, you have a casual acquaintance around town and you might spend a few minutes, you know, catching up with them. And that is how I approached my relationship with Jesus for 30 years. I would go to church off and on. I would take my own children to church off and on. I would attend women's Bible study, but I never 
like soaked myself in God's word and really prepared for Bible study. I was more of a homework crammer doing things at the last minute. I just had a very casual approach to this faith that I was raised in. And, you know, we'll talk about like the heart transformation that I've gone through and how I have reshaped my faith journey. But that's what I call a casual Christian. That's good. That's good. That was an excellent example. Hadn't thought about it like that. So Mm -hmm. thank you for sharing that. So what changed? Like, can you explain how you transformed into uh, a joy seeker instead of a casual Christian? I had, um, now we had our interview interrupted because I went on a trip to Colorado last week, but seven years, about seven years ago, I was also on a trip to Colorado and I was on a anniversary vacation with my husband celebrating our 25th anniversary. And he wanted to go to Rocky Mountain National Park. He had all these hikes planned out and I was game for that. We, we hiked around Bear Lake, which is kind of a flat hike. And I was like, wow, that wasn't too bad. And then he dragged me over to a trailhead that said Nymph Lake. And it was about another half mile. And I thought, well, I can do that. And then I looked up the trail and it was straight up. And I was like, well, I think I'll give it my best, my best try. But Teresa, I only got like, not even halfway up that incline to the lake he wanted to go to. And I just could not go another step further. I was gasping for air. I was chronically exhausted. And I was also morbidly obese, being over 100 pounds overweight at the time. And so there was, you know, there was many reasons why I couldn't get up that trail. But I told him to go on ahead without me. And I sat on the side of that trail and I had tears in my eyes, uh, just felt so defeated and disappointed all the, you know, frustrating feelings that I had accumulated for over 30 years. I remember sitting there and just, just asking God to help me feel better. I just Mm. want to feel better. At that point, I'd given up on losing weight because I had tried in my own efforts for 30 years. And I just wanted to feel better, Teresa. Like being chronically exhausted every day is, is not fun. It like, no. it saps the joy out of you. Right. Absolutely. So I, yeah. When I look back at that moment, I feel like that is really like the moment that God truly did meet me in my pit, like the absolute pit I was in of unhappiness and bad, poor health. And just, I was not a happy person. And I definitely did not have an understanding of what true joy meant in that moment. So I'm very grateful that God filled me with some type of resolve that I was going to begin taking back control of my health when I got home from that trip. You know what? I love that, Christine. And and I'll tell you why. When you were explaining, and I call it kind of like that God moment, God pause, aha moment, whatever you want to call it, you simply went to God like a childlike faith. You simply spoke to him from your heart. And I think sometimes we complicate things as adults. We, we sometimes, you know, we don't just say it like a child would say it. Like I say, God, I need help, you know, and I may explain later, but he already knows he's wanting us to go to him. And that's what I love about you sharing your story. Were you overweight as a child? I was a little bit pudgy, like through some prepubescent years, but Mm -hmm. when I graduated from high school, I only weighed 119 pounds and I'm, I used to be about 5'2". So I never, 
I always felt fat though, because I was well endowed. Let's just put it that way. So I, but I was not obese, never morbidly obese. Like I was, as I was approaching my 50th birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, you don't look 55, just letting, letting the listeners know you're going to have to look up Christine. There is okay. no way I would have known you're 55. Oh, so, thank you. Absolutely. You're absolutely beautiful. Uh, um, are on your journey. Okay. To joy, mm-hmm. because after that moment, Obviously, there was a change. There was a, a mental change, like your brain maybe flipped in a new direction. Did you intentionally seek to lose weight? Well, like I mentioned, I tried to do it on my own power for 30 years. Like I, I can't even tell you how many times I joined Weight Watchers, Teresa. And I did a protein liquid shake diet for 10 months and I joined Medical Weight Loss Center. And I was, it was always for me about filling out the charts and tracking the calories and getting the exercise minutes in. And I never, when I look back, I'm like, I never invited Jesus into that journey at all. Mm. So when I sat there and I'm just like, I just want to feel better. Um, I had no hope, no, no idea that I would, you know, have this, what I consider a miracle in my life to be able to lose the weight and get to a healthy weight. And the reason I was so chronically exhausted in hindsight too is, I was very shortly after that trip to Colorado, uh, since I finally decided to start seeking the help of some doctors, I was diagnosed with fatty liver disease. And one of the telltale signs of fatty liver disease is chronic exhaustion. Oh, wow. So it all started to make sense. And I just, when I called those doctors, I just wanted to start feeling better. And once I found out about the fatty liver disease, I wanted to do, to do everything I could possibly to fix my hormone health and to reverse the fatty liver disease. That's what I set out to do. Okay. All right. We're going to take a quick break here because I want you to go on and explain what happened next. So um, everyone, we will be back with more Shape by Face. Stay tuned. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Christine Tremp is an author, speaker, joy seeker, and weight loss warrior in her book, Seeking Joy Through the Gospel of Luke. It's her debut book. And Christine, where can people find a copy of your book? Well, my my book is available on Amazon and wherever books are sold. And they can also grab an author-signed copy from my website at christinetremp.com. That's in the USA. Yeah, I'll ship it in the USA. Okay. All right. Now you were, you were getting into, um, your weight loss story and you've obviously, you've lost over a hundred pounds. I have known so many people through the years, Christine, that is a big, big, big deal. Um, no pun intended, but to lose a hundred pounds, it really is. So how did you do that? Like what are some of the things you did and, and how long did it take you? Well, first, like I, I mentioned earlier, I just asked God, I just want to feel better, please. I just want to, I finally invited him into the journey. I 
you know, talk to him about setting the resolve. I feel like innately each of us has some resolve to make positive changes in my life. And so as I look back on the journey, I, I know that God was directing me step by step by step because one of the very first things I learned when I got home from the trip where I had my turning point was that sugar was a major hormone disruptor. And that put me onto the path of having to learn about, I knew I needed to learn about my hormones and that was nothing that a doctor had ever told me in the past. So I did a lot of my own research and again, God directed me. Eventually I ended up making the decision to quit sugar and that led me step by step uh, to the low carb lifestyle with implementing intermittent fasting as well. So Basically, Teresa, I like to say that I now live sugar-freed, not sugar-free, but sugar-freed, like living sugar-free <laughs> has set me free from, you know, these decades of obesity and poor emotional health and poor spiritual health. And again, just inviting Jesus into this journey and, and trusting him to, and not focusing, like I shifted my focus away from counting calories and away from getting the aerobics minutes in and things like that. And I just, I really had to bring that all to the foot of the cross and surrender uh, all of the things that I was craving fleshly, like Ephesians 2 talks, Paul talks about the cravings of the flesh. And when I read that with new eyes, when I started out on this, this healing journey, I realized that I had been craving all the wrong things for all these years. And I just wanted God to fill me with what uh, only he could do to satisfy because food was not going to be any longer. You know, I, I really wanted to stop my food fixation, my food obsession, my food addiction, if you, if you call it that. Uh, and I just, I needed help. I needed to be set free from all of that. And the only way I was going to do that was to get into his word and, and figure out, what he has in store for us in scripture. I discovered, Teresa, I know you know this, but I discovered that scripture is so full of instruction and goodness and, you know, oh, taste and see the Lord is good. And there's so much in scripture about our relationship with food that it, that's really what helped equip me to lose this weight successfully. And, and the key to your story, Christine, is Christ. Yes. Um, your focus shifted onto Christ. You got into his word and you asked him for help. I mean, that sounds really simple, but hey, right. it works. Um, so many women deal with hormone issues and I, I love that you brought up sugar. You know, it's yes. a, it's a major hormone disruptor. So for people that are listening right now, when you say you quit sugar, what is something simple that someone can do today to help their bodies with that sugar fix? I took a small step approach. Mm-hmm. I like to talk to my coaching clients about first building small habits. And and as these small habits, as you develop these small habits, they eventually lead to big changes. And so the very first thing I did, Teresa, is I made a choice. I was starting my day with coffee filled with sugar-laden creamer, like French vanilla or something like that. And I decided, I know this sounds drastic, and people told me I was crazy, but it's what I needed to do. I quit coffee, cold turkey, because I wanted to stop having that sugar burst in my, you know, first thing every morning. So I did that. A couple days later, I swore off 
the candy that was sitting around my office. And a couple mm. days later, I swore off like having birthday cakes for desserts in the office or for treats in the office. And then I started reading labels. Um, and so one of the best tips I love to give too is something like simpler that you can do is just shop, start shopping the perimeter of the grocery store. If you have any questions about what's healthy to eat and put in your body, look at all the things on the perimeter of the grocery store. That's where you're going to find your whole and healthy foods. Those are great tips. I agree. Yay. Amen. Sister, keep preaching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Those are great though. And, and there's something that we, you know, we can implement those little by little. Like you said, small steps lead to big changes. Our body craves what I've learned, Christine, through the years. Our body craves what we give it, good, bad, or ugly. Right. That is so true. If you're going to give yourself something every single morning, well, guess what? You're going to want that every single morning. So if it's not good for you, you're going to have the wean off of it. You're yep. going to have to got, ask God for help. Okay, so your story's been featured internationally and in publications such as Women's World, which is a big deal, First for <laughs> Women, and so is Reader's Digest. So how has sharing your story of transformation impacted your life and the life of your family? I have been on the craziest, wild roller coaster with this, Teresa. <laughs> uh, you know, this you know, when you go through a dramatic weight loss journey, people start noticing and I'm an introvert. So this has been quite an adjustment for me. I worked in corporate America for 32 years and I no longer work in corporate America. I've left my corporate job to write and to speak and to just coach and to help women, you know, find this own, their own transformation stories. So my life has been quite disrupted, but Pleasantly so, and I'm willing to like put my yes on the table and say yes, God. However, you will use me. I'm I'm game. So I'm I'm here for I'm here for the journey. Okay, well that that is a big step, and God will definitely give you direction. Um, and I'm <laughs> certain there's some really big doors uh, that are going to be opening for you uh, because you're such a great role model and, and you're authentic and you share with people, hey, that you know, this is the way it was and, and this is what happened. And they can so relate. I can so relate to your story. Now, yes. I know our um, we've tried to get together several times, but you had a big recent photo shoot for a magazine cover. Tell us about it. Oh, yes. We had to postpone because Woman's World Magazine was doing a special feature edition called Heal Your Liver. And they called me on like a Thursday and said, can we come to your house and do a photo shoot? We're considering you for the cover of the magazine. And I was like, what? <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go. I had, of course you have, when, when a magazine calls you, you have nothing to wear. Right. So I had exactly. to go shop. I had to go shopping. I had to clear all everything off my kitchen counters. Cause we were going to do the photo shoot inside and outside. So yeah, it was quite, it was really exciting. And it's kind of awkward. Like I said, I'm a, I'm an introvert, but for my story to be featured in these magazines, I I love it because they always put a link to my website in these magazine articles. And when people come onto my website, they are going to see Jesus all over my website. So I'm I'm so blessed for the opportunity to be able to share Jesus that way in the most ex- unexpected way. Like they they might be seeing, wow, here's a really interesting weight loss transformation story. I want to learn more. 
And then they're going to get uh, a little lesson on how to be shaped by faith too, right? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yes. Yes. Okay. So we we only have about 40 seconds left, but how would you encourage others to take care of themselves? We've got 40 seconds left just in this segment. I was super interested in knowing that weight loss is really all about the hormones, about your hormone health. So to dive in and learn what you can about your hormone health, if you are frustrated with the counting calories and, and doing the aerobic minutes, there are other ways. There's I like to say, learn the science, apply the science, and change your life. That's good. That's good. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break right here. We'll be back with more Shape by Faith. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you're worried your friend may be struggling, remember, you don't have to be there to be there. You can say how while you will get a fake tattoo. You can ask with an app if it works for you. You could chat on the game, kick off your flip flops. You can ask on your couch while you binge watch. Whatever, whatever, whatever gets you talking. Reach out to a friend about their mental health. Learn how you can help at seizetheawkward.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, and the Jed Foundation. Welcome back to Shape by Faith. Christine Tramp is my guest, and I love your story, Christine. Everyone can relate to what you just shared um, about the weight loss, and I love that you brought up hormones because so many women deal with, like you said, sugar is a major hormone disruptor. So let's get to your book now, okay? Um, okay. Your book, Seeking Joy Through the Gospel of Luke. So how did you come up with that concept? When I started, I launched my blog in 2018, Teresa, in that first December, I like going through the Gospel of Luke as a countdown to Christmas Mm -hmm. uh, because there's 24 chapters in the Gospel of Luke, and starting on December 1, you can read Luke 1. So on December 1, I would share like a little meme, something I took away from Luke 1, same thing for Luke 2 on December 2. And then in 2020... You know, the Lord was impressing on my heart that I needed to do the blog again. I had done it in 2018 and 2019 for the Christmas series. And I was just so exhausted from that year. I'm sure everybody can relate to that because that was our first Christmas season in the global pandemic. And I didn't want to do that blog again. I I remember arguing it out with the Lord, like, I'm just so weary. But then he put the lyrics to... Oh, holy night in my mind, the part where it says the weary world rejoices, the Mm -hmm. weary world rejoices. And he reminded me that, yes, I might be weary. The world is weary, but he had given me this great gift of joy that he's called me to speak about. And he said, you will write more and more and more. And I said, okay. And so this little blog turned into lengthy chapters in the year 2020. And I was able to put it together and, and put it into a book. Wow. How it happened. Yes. Okay. So do you have a favorite lesson from Luke? 
I have a favorite lesson from each chapter, but today I knew you were going to ask me that. So today <laughs> I was thinking about your audience and how we, you know, you're talking about being shaped by faith and how I went on this 30 years of wandering in the desert. And I, I hate for people to do that. Like I look back on that and I, I have a lot of regrets, but I know that God was for me in all those years and he was protecting me. And in Luke, chapter 19, where we see Zacchaeus, the tax collector, climbing the tree to see Jesus. And what I love about this story, what really stuck out to me when I wrote my devotional book is the fact that Jesus looked up and he saw Zacchaeus in that tree. And I feel like all of those years that I neglected spending time in the word with God every day, uh, I knew that that still he had a plan for my life. I didn't know what was in store, but I feel like Jesus did look up and he looked at me. And I like to think of him looking me in the eyes and saying, you know, there's so much more in store for you. Just follow me. And that's what Zacchaeus did. You know, he climbed down from that tree and he went and followed Jesus. And I love that story that I just love that Jesus looked up and saw Zacchaeus there. That is so interesting. You know, I speak with my fitness students about Jesus meets you right where you're at. Jesus will meet you on your mat, you know, because I love teaching Pilates. He's going to meet you right where you're at. And I love, I love the way you explain that. Um, So what do you want your readers to walk away with when they finish your book? Well, my main message of the book is to to boldly exclaim the good news of great joy because I never did that. Like in my years, I wasn't in God's word every day. So my first invitation is reader, come in and read God's word every day. Even during the chaotic and crazy Christmas season, we cannot neglect that. In my health coaching, I like to say, ladies, you it's great to move our body. But we have to prioritize, like, if you're not spending time in God's word, first, I want you to do that and then go and move your body. Like, you you know, make your priorities God, Jesus focused first. And so then that you spend time in God's word, you seek the joy, let the joy seep into your heart, and then you can speak about the joy because as a recovering introvert, I guess you can say about me, I'm now able to speak about this joy, which I never would have done ever before. And I just want everybody to be able to feel empowered and to feel comfortable and to feel excited about sharing this good news of great joy. Oh, that's so good. All right. So can you explain, and I I already know, we've already talked about this, but how God's word satisfies every craving body, mind, and spirit. Mm, this has like been the the big prize, the big big moment in my journey with Jesus is to be able to flip the cravings of my life. Like I used to crave bread and now I can say all I do is I crave the bread of life. Mm. Like getting into God's word first thing every morning, going on a joy seeking journey truly does satisfy. It sets the day up. Uh, it sets the tone for the day. It prepares you for any trials that come your way during the day, any frustrations, any disappointments, any despair. Uh, being in God's word is going to fill your heart, you know, with joy. And I say that joy is something that settles in your heart. And once it's there, it's going to overflow. And you can impact the world around you by spending that time in God's word every day. Absolutely. 
I just don't think some people realize how powerful the Word of God truly is. I, I think people have good intentions, Christine, about reading the Word, and then they don't. And I, I do believe the enemy has come in like a roaring lion and with this technology and, and all these devices and to distract people yes. away from Christ. But like you said at the beginning, just go to God, childlike faith. Lord, I, I need help in this area to be disciplined, to read your word daily. And he'll help. Yes. He'll help. Yes. All right. We've only got about 20 seconds. So um, tell us where um, people can find you again, Christine. Yes. On my website, christinetrimp.com. You can find my books there, information about my coaching, all the things, christinetrimp.com. You've been a lovely guest and I want to have you back on. Okay. Because you're just so good. You're that good, Christine. (laughs) (laughs) I do love to talk now. You're good. You're good. Um, You're welcome. So everyone have a blessed day. Bye. Thank you for listening to Shape by Faith with Teresa Rowe. Remember to visit ShapeByFaith.com to find out more about workouts, the TV show, podcasts, blogs, Shape by Faith products, and much more. From the Cabinet Doors and More Studio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants. They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.